Thank you to the new subscribers, the old subscribers, and the soon-to-be subscribers. This show is a recap of the show that I did earlier in the week about Yasleen Bay. Said that I, I keep saying Yasleen, Yasin Bay, Yasin Bay, <laughs> saying that Drake makes pop music. Drake is pop, and uh, thanks for everybody that commented on that show. If you didn't see that show, you got to go back and check that out. And just while you're listening to it, read the comment section. I'm very appreciative of everybody that is like the educated people that has integrity that tunes into the show. Like y'all comments are, are very appreciated because it's objective. Nobody was in their feelings about nothing that they were saying. Nobody was being malice and mean in the things that they were saying. And, and some of us disagreed and some of us agreed, but it was just a great productive conversation. And if you see the showrunner at the bottom of the, the screen, the end of Manera, it's going to be more things that I'm going to talk about on this episode. This is not just about Drake and Yasin Bey. So the end of an era, it's a lot of things that is coming to an end, man. A lot of things. Nick Saban just announced retirement. Y'all see the jersey behind me, man. I'm a college football fan. I come from a college football city, and I know the impact of losing a coach or winning and then losing, just losing. And the effect it has on the city and the people and the financial structure of the city and all of that. Like, it's, it's, it's real. And uh, I think something else is coming to an end. The Breakfast Club. The, the thing that's going on with Jess Hilarious, she just announced at the end of the year that she was going to be the third member. She was going to replace Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. In January, and she's still not there. Where is she? Why isn't she there? We're going to break that down. We're going to have to talk about that. And uh, I want to talk about a little politics also. I want to talk politics. It's a a few discussions that we're going to have. I'm going to play a few records. It's the end of an era, man. End of an era. But first, we're going to get off into this this Drake and Yasin Bey conversation. He responded in his Instagram story. And I'm going to play the video that he used in his Instagram story for those people who not on social media because man, people got jobs, kids, homes to take care of, a lot of things to take care of. People, Everybody ain't scrolling all day long. So what well, he said, it wasn't malice or it wasn't a shot at uh, Yasin Bey. It just was his view. Hip-hop is a culture. It's a way of life. The way you dress, the way you talk, the way you walk, the break dancing, the rhymes, the stage shows, the DJ, the mixing, the scratching, the wordplay, that's hip hop, the, 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 the staircase MC, you know what I'm saying? House party, block parties. Rec room parties, all that is hip hop. We tag is hip hop. Uh, could you uh, would you mind hitting us with a little freestyle before um, here we go? 
No, I don't freestyle, but meanwhile, I met the cow straight from the chalet. Now, don't touch the dab. Salute. You know, I wish I could have put the caption that was up under that, but I'm going to read it to y'all instead. Because I feel like that is exactly what hip hop is, what uh, Method Man said. But Drake fans, they will start to pull out his accolades. How he ain't hip hop when he's done this, he's done that. He got these numbers. He's the biggest ever. Uh, That is what makes it pop. That's what Yasin Bey was talking about with all the skews and all of that type of stuff. It's just that most people don't know Drake for his hip-hop records. The streets may listen to a few of them because one of their favorite featured artists is on it, but we know him for God's plan. And we know him for the pop, the jingles, the... The island feel records, the Afro beats, and the when he gets into his Europe Euro bag, that's what he's mostly known for: the singing records and features and all of that. He's not known for the hip hop stuff. And I need somebody to educate me in this area. When has he ever made a complete hip hop body of work? Never. Now, I know he came out with the Scurry Hours recently. And when he came out with the Scurry Hours extended version, he rapped on that. But I don't think that we can give him credit for rapping on that because people had to make him do it by criticizing him for not doing it. But he did it, though. So salute. Now, what he said in his caption, I know I went on a tangent just now. What he said in his caption up under the Method Man video is, what Umi say again? Question mark. Let me shine my light, King. Don't change up now. Now, the real hip hop heads know what he mean by what Umi say again. We know who Umi is. We know what song that is. That's a Yasin Bey song. That's most deaf song, man. Umi says, shine your light on the world. Shine your light so the world can see. He says, shine my light, king. Don't change up now. So he's basically saying, let me be me, man. Let me do me. Now, at the end of the day, I still think Drake is pop. (laughs) I don't care what nobody say. I still think he's pop. He's chasing the king of pop for number one. Uh, for number one singles and all of that, he's chasing Michael Jackson. That's the king of pop. So if you're chasing the king of pop, you're not pop. You didn't do it completely with hip hop. A lot of people will tell me and the younger individuals will say, Trev, you don't understand. It's a different game. Hip hop has evolved. Hip hop is doing this and hip hop has done that. Well, Basically, you're telling me there's no specifics in hip hop no more. It's not specific. It could be whatever you say it is. It's nothing specific about it. It's specific things about everything. That's an art that makes it what it is. Abstract art may be a form of free art 
but it still has structure and specifications to it. A country that has specifics to it. You can tell the difference between that and hip hop. Now, hip hop at one point of time to me was a rage against the establishment. To me. It was a rage against the establishment. It was not us being obedient to the establishment. So the music that Drake makes is obedient to the establishment. He's never went against the grain and been like aggressive towards nothing. People stand when you think about hip hop back in the days, man, and real hip hop now. The the only hip hop artist that I could consider real that's on a mainstream level is Kendrick and Cole. Kendrick has integrity. He doesn't come out that much. It might not be my favorite music, but at the end of the day, it's hip hop. Authentic hip hop. J. Cole is hip hop. That's why when J. Cole get on the record with these boys, he put them to sleep. He put them straight to sleep. Say I'm lying. But this just a conversation, man. I want to know y'all thoughts on this. I'm going to play a little bit of that clip because I don't think people really got what Yasin Bey was saying. I'm going to play the audio of that clip again, and we just we just going to chop it up and listen to it. Like, is Drake hip-hop? Why are you doing this to me? I know. Because we're here pop. for truth. We're here for Drake truth. Is, Drake is pop to me. Right, that's fair. In the sense that he, it's charting like pop music, popular music. In the sense like if I was in Target in Houston and I heard a Drake song. So it feels like a lot of his music is compatible with shopping. <laughs> Commercial music. Or as or as you know, music, shopping yeah. with an edge in certain instances. <laughs> Some people would take that as a diss. Now, this comes to the point to where I think that this is a very smart man. It's consumer music. It's a part of the programming. You're programmed to like it. Apologize. I had to hit my water, man. I was choking on the olives and smoked Gouda. You're programmed to like it. It's 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 with the establishment. Shopping music. Think about that. We was hip hop wasn't made for massive consumption. It was made by the people that came up out of the trenches and wanted a way to tell their story. Fair. I like Drake's music, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Of course, I mean, it's, I, I, it's I commercial, it. entertaining, fun, it's, good, it's, formulaic music. That it's, is, it's likable, likable music. Yeah, it's likable. Um, but is it? You know, I'm gonna leave you alone. We're gonna move. We're gonna move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
so many, so many products. So, <laughs> so many so, skews. So many skews. <laughs> Look at all these skews. Oh, so many products. So much merchandising. So oh, many barcodes. I love this mall. <laughs> Look at this place. I mean, look at this place. They have everything. Everything's here. They have everything here. Ah, oh, this is great. This is a new Drake. You hear it? It's great. Okay. What happens when this thing collapses? He talking. This is the thing that we're talking about. It's like nobody wants to talk about. It. It's like what happens when the columns start buckling are we not in some early stage of that at this present hour uh, are we are we seeing like the collapse of the empire buying and selling where's the message that i can use right you know what's in it for your audience apart from being um like banging the pom-poms Let me turn that down. Let me turn it down. It, it made me want to pay for that whole episode. <clears throat> what I heard about that, like, from that, before we change the topic, because I've been on this for 13 minutes. Uh, the demand for hip-hop is down. The quality of hip-hop is down. The profitability in hip-hop is down. The programming of hip-hop is up. If you're listening to the radio, you're programmed. Ain't nothing wrong with it. That's what you like. That's not me. I'm not programmed. You can't tell me <laughs> that Drake is, is hip-hop. It's the essence of hip-hop. He's what I like in hip-hop. It's, it's, he has made hip hop art He has created hip hop records But do I think He'll go to battle With hip hop Did he celebrate the 50 years of hip hop Did you see him celebrate 50 years of hip hop once But he want to be considered hip hop Come on man Omi says shine your light on the world, but we don't have to agree that the light that you're shining is a contribution to the culture. I'm done. Now, switch the topic up. We're going to get on football. Sports. I know y'all seen them playoffs last week. The playoffs was good, too, man. I salute Detroit for... Winning their first playoff game since 1991, man. That was dope to see. It was dope to see Eminem and uh, Rafters and to see uh, Barry Sanders and Megatron and all them boys out there, man. Happy because they, I felt like they knew they was going to win that game. And uh, football to me is in a good place. Now, college football is another thing. It's the end of an era, man. Nick Saban is the GOAT. I'm from Tennessee. That is our rival. Been beating the brakes off of us. We only beat him one time his whole Alabama stint. And uh, he's the GOAT. 
seven rings, multiple accomplishments. A lot of players, man, came through through that uh, establishment. I don't think it'll ever be the same. I had a couple of guys that I wanted to call and converse with about this topic on the show, but I left it alone, man. And that's my boy, too. Go check out his show, The Gentleman's Code, on Facebook. He does his podcast on Facebook. He goes live on Facebook, and it's a pretty dope show, man. He's from Alabama Mobile, and he's real knowledgeable about uh, football. So, Nick Saban retiring. What effect will it have on the economy in Alabama? Me knowing the effect that the it had on the economy in Knoxville, Tennessee. I think if they lose and go six and six, the financial structure will change. Like the students has increased 40% in Alabama since Nick Saban been there. The financial situation grows massively when you're winning in college football. I salute what Nick Saban has done, but I watched an interview of his announcement and the interviewer asked him, why did he choose to retire now? And this is what he had to say. With the simplest question of all, why did you decide that this was the right time to retire? Well, I don't think there's any good time, especially when you're a coach, because once you're a coach, you think you're going to be a coach forever. But I actually thought that uh, in hiring coaches, uh, recruiting players, uh, that my age started to become a little bit of an issue. People wanted uh, assurances that I would be here for three years, five years, whatever, and that got harder and harder for me to be honest about. And to be honest, this last season uh, was grueling. Uh, it was a real grind uh, for us to come from where we started to where we got to. Uh, took a little, little more out of me than usual, and you know, when people mentioned the health issue, it was really just the grind of can you do this the way you want to do it? Can you do it the way you've always done it and be able to sustain it and do it for the entire season? And if I couldn't make a commitment to do that in the future, uh, the way I, I think I have to do it, um, I thought maybe this was the right time based on those two sets of circumstances uh, that, um, like I said, there's never a good time. Uh, but I thought maybe this was the right time. Jackson podcast. Now, a lot of people were surprised. They probably thought the run was going to be forever, but Alabama didn't look as dominant as they once did. To me, they I was surprised that they even got into the playoffs this year. I didn't think they was deserving of being in the playoffs. I, I thought Georgia was still deserving. And uh, Nick Saban, like, it's 70-something plus years old. It's time to hang it up after so long, man. Because once you leave your profession, you want to have a life outside of your profession for a while before you pass away. Ain't no telling, man. Like 72 or 73, I forgot his age, but 72 years, man, you don't know what tomorrow brings. He might live to be 100 years old. But to me, Man, you got to have some life where you're not working, man. This, that's just my opinion. And people were saying that, do you think the NIL would have something to do with it, Trev? 
why he's retiring now? College football's changed a lot in the last few years, whether it's transfer portal, NIL, all the things that are different. What effect, if any, did that have on you as you were evaluating what to do next? It did not have any effect on my decision. You know, I've always been one that no matter what's happened through the years, you know, whether they went no huddle and you had to adapt to it, they threw RPOs and you had to adapt to it, uh, we had a changing environment in college football, you know, my thing was always don't complain about it, try to figure out what the best solution is so that you can compete well in whatever the environment is. And that's always the pro approach that I've taken uh, in the situation and circumstance that we're in. But I will be dedicated to college football and the future of college football and trying to make um, that sport, uh, as well as other sports in collegiate athletics, whether they're revenue producing or not, because I think they all create opportunities for lots of people, um, I'm, 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 I'm going to be um, an advocate for trying to make the game the, as good as it can be. And I do think that you know, there's probably more to come when it comes to this topic uh, from my standpoint. Uh, but for now, um, I'll answer your question and say that didn't have any impact on what I decided to do. I, I salute that. I salute that because, like, I, I was viewing as people was right, like, he, he's leaving because the NIL players have choices now. People getting paid from their name, image, and likeness, and they're going wherever they get in the bag at. You got to realize that some of these people and some of these children come from impoverished situations, and they need that money right now. They need that money now. They can't wait till they get to the NFL. Like my quarterback in the NFL on my team, the 49ers, Brock Purdy, he getting $750,000 a year, man, on his end. NFL contract it's players in college that hasn't even started getting more money than that because they're getting paid for their name image and likeness the NIL and <clears throat> that's going to have an effect on the talent wanting to go to the superior coach the superior leader the talent is going to be spread out and go everywhere and if it did play a part on his opinion to leave so what he done won seven of them so what just go ahead and leave dog you're 72 you're older you already done did your thing leave on a high don't leave on a low because that talent will go everywhere and me as a person that has followed sec football the whole time i followed football i haven't seen we wasn't in a national championship this year that was shocking that we wasn't in the national championship at all. So it'll be spread out. Washington was in the national championship in Michigan. Michigan is a powerhouse school, though. But don't be surprised if you see schools that are not powerhouses in the championship from here on out because people getting paid, man, and that talent is going to go wherever they choose to, who's going to give them the biggest bag. But salute to Nick Saban, man. Right now he's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Both the coaching goats retired this year. And don't be surprised if you see more people retire. It's the end of an era at the beginning of the year. Real talk. 
gonna play one of my songs off my album. It was all a dream. We're gonna promo the album. And I'm gonna queue up a couple of more topics of discussion right when the record go off, man. Take y'all a break. Enjoy this music, man, because I put my all into my creativity, man. Real talk. Thank you. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. I had to get me something. I came up from nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. If I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't change nothing. Nothing. I had to change my mental, upgrade my credentials How a nigga came up, it wasn't accidental Now monumental, more like legendary A player never worry, bump and pop, hell Murray Trapped off a Blackberry, ain't contrary to your belief I made it at them streets, don't acknowledge beef Kept the play discreet, we too unique on the winning streak Spent a couple racks at the boutique I wouldn't change nothing, I'm always me Never took a plea, nigga, you a flea I'm your OG's OG He called me for inspiration Need a consultation, just make the payment For the conversation, if it's elevation Or innovation, my expectation Ain't limitation, you need a demonstration My track record and reputation Should be admiration, that's confirmation I'm decoration for the trenches Off the benches, jump the fences No penny pension, we off the hinges Hit the shot, my team winning The series clinching, you niggas finished Never timid, I've been a menace No old dog and every day is printed Haters live it cause my life changed Should be happy but you a real lame if I, if I had to do it all over again I wouldn't change nothing I wouldn't change nothing man I'm <clears throat> ecstatic about the life I lived man I'm proud about the life I lived And the things that I've done and accomplished And the goals and the trials And the tribulations and the things that I had to go through Man and you should be proud Of everything that you had to go to too also okay so i wanted to touch basis on just hilarious joining the breakfast club we look at the breakfast club as like the biggest hip-hop radio platform in the culture hot 97 might be the longest but they they fell down they fell apart Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy. DJ Envy is a legendary DJ, but Charlemagne the God, I don't know what his contribution to hip hop was. I just thought he was a a guy that got on the radio with Wendy Williams and he got on the radio with DJ Envy and and now he talks hip hop and, and writes books and he's a fan of the culture. But I like Charlemagne. Ain't nothing wrong with Charlemagne. He 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 knows what to do and he knows his job well, but when I think of Jess Hilarious, I think she's bigger than both of those individuals. And she would be an asset to the Breakfast Club. Now, at the end of the year, she was at Charlemagne's podcast, uh, his podcast get together. You know, he has his own network, the Black Effect, where he has multiple black podcasters under his umbrella and they highlight each other and everything. And they do like a live podcast shindig. And she was there and she made this announcement. 
come through in the city yeah. with a bitch with some mean ass titties. Yeah. Riding with the caddy looking gritty. What up? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> with Charlemagne on the side, he a bad bitch with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Breakfast club, third spot, about to be mine. <laughs> I think they fucking heard you because I ain't gonna lie. But it's not you didn't, you didn't, you not didn't turn yet. that shit up. I, I know. You didn't turn it up. I'm just manifesting on some real shit, nigga. Say that line one more time. Manifesting on some real shit, nigga. Not yeah. that one or the other one. The one. The so she said she was manifesting on the opportunity, right? Now. Charlemagne, he he expressed his anger in them not signing her fast enough. That he don't know why the transaction hasn't happened yet. When I think about it, I listen to Star a lot, man. Star talks about how no radio DJ or no radio host in hip hop is getting a million dollars a year. In radio. Radio is dead. When you really think about it. Some people say radio is still hanging on. Man tell me how many people in here listen to the radio station. That's on this podcast right now. I would say nobody. But. I think that the money. I'm assuming right now. I think that the money wasn't right. I think the money was funny. And she. Just walked away from the opportunity and she hasn't announced it. She's getting paid from multiple opportunities that she has. She has a podcast. She does comedian shows. Com comedy shows. I say comedian shows. Comedy shows. She gets millions of views on Instagram. So I know she's getting a check from that. She does movies, skits, all of that type of stuff. And. And the Breakfast Club, I don't think it will be an asset to her. I don't think that she's the type of person that needs to be on the Breakfast Club unless they paying her a big bag. And is that many people watching the Breakfast Club for them to give her a big bag? My perception of the Breakfast Club is that this is the end of an era and the Breakfast Club won't be around too much longer. It won't be around too much longer. Now, I'm going to say some good things about all of these all of these topics that I talked about. No disrespect to Drake, man, being pop music. <laughs> no disrespect. It should in our reality, it should be saluted and he should be thankful that he elevated to popular music. He took hip hop and made multiple type of music with his from hip hop, he started with hip hop and he made R&B records. He made dance. He made his last album was dance, a dance album. And we want to call this man hip hop. It's nothing wrong with that, man. Nick Saban, big salute, dog. For real. You did your thing. Charlemagne, DJ Envy, Angela Yee. Y'all did your thing, man. My favorite interview from the Breakfast Club of all time was Dick Gregory's two part interview. That was necessary. 
that was necessary. I listened to that thing in 2016 when I was moving from my hometown to Charlotte, North Carolina. I remember driving the U-Haul uh, from state to state with my earbuds in, listening to Dick Gregory talk that talk. He was talking that talk. And it's just the end of an era, man, and, and, and new things have to come. Certain things have to end so things can be new. And before I go, I'm going to play Charlemagne's response to why he feels as if uh, it didn't happen. And TMZ approached him asking, why is Jess hilarious? We thought she was the third member of the Breakfast Club. I gotta ask you because everyone wants to know where is Jess? What's going on with with our new third host? Huh? Where's Jess? Jess? I don't know where Jess is. Jess has Jess has a podcast called the Carefully Reckless Podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. She's doing stand up, just doing her thing. Well, I guess the better question is, where's our third host? <laughs> that, that is a great question. I would really like to know the answer to that. I mean, I just came from downstairs. It was just me and Envy doing the show again. Right. Everybody saw us rotating guest hosts, uh, you know, last year. Right. And we said we were going to start 2024 off with a new host. And that hasn't happened yet. I know it's a little hard for you to answer these questions, but just, you know, I thought Jess was the host. She, she made an announcement and we were all excited to have her. Did she renege or what? Or, or, or do you not know the status of it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not happy. We'll find out soon enough, though. Can we see another guest host popping in maybe next week? Oh, no, I'm not doing that no more. No. Nah, nah, I'm, done. I'm, I'm done with the rotating of the guest host. So. Is there a, like a runner up just in case Jess doesn't want to do it? People said Claudia. Is that a good one you think of? I don't know anything about any of that. I just know that um, I'm not happy, but I'll tell you when I am. <laughs> Thank you, Charlamagne. All right. Jackson Podcast. Mm, he said he's not happy, but he'll tell you when he is. <clears throat> the deal didn't close. That's what that sounds like to me. The deal didn't close. The money wasn't good enough. They didn't pay her enough. And she reneged on it. And I don't blame her because you know one thing that I understand that the age that I am, that I I hope everybody learns. You got to know your worth, dog. That's simple. Know your worth. Appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Appreciate y'all, man. You just don't know. Thank you. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Make sure you go get you some money and I'm out. Chip. Jackson Podcast.